we have changes all the time from the government to the way services need to be delivered. So here I'm talking about thresholds. If you offer payroll, you do contractors, CIS, there's a threshold now is different to what it was for someone to need to be registered as a contractor. All of these things are constantly evolving and changing. And without knowing, you might be engaging somebody on terms that aren't up to date. You're listening to the Bookkeepers podcast sponsored by Go Proposal by Sage. I've been a student of value pricing for many years now. Understanding pricing has helped me to transform our firm's results and build a firm that can run without me. A key tool we use for pricing in our firm is GoProposal. It allows us to build the price in person with the prospect and send out a proposal and engagement letter immediately, which has saved us hours from how we used to do it before. Not only that, but being able to create a standardized pricing system within the software means everyone on my team can use it freeing me up from being the bottleneck. If you're not using it already, I highly recommend you check it out. Just head to goproposal.com forward slash sign up for your free trial. Now over to the latest episode of the Bookkeepers podcast. Hi and welcome back to Bookkeepers Bootcamp. We are here this afternoon uh, for our second session on day four, our final day of Bookkeepers Bootcamp. Can you believe it? We are here this afternoon with Danielle Fisher from Oversuite. Hi, Danielle. Hello. Hi, how are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. This morning we had James Ashford from Go Proposal by Sage on. And as some of you may know, some of you may not know, the Oversuite is part of Go Proposal, but it is its own standalone product these days. And Oversuite is all about the, the compliance side, the letters of engagement, um, or about like setting up when you get when you get a new client or taking them through a discovery call, you're able to send them not only the proposal, but the letter of engagement at that time. And this is one of the things about running a bookkeeping practice that can be really overwhelming. You know, you've done all your study and you've learned how to do all of these, um, how to run the books and reconcile and do all this fabulous work. But then when you get to running a business, you're then told you need to get a, um, a license, practicing certificate, and then you need to be issuing letters of engagement to those clients and setting up these contracts. And you're like, well, I didn't get into law. I was, I'm doing finance. I don't like words. Most of us don't like words and all of this. And, um, and I know when I started my practice, this one in April 19, I did the usual thing and tried to use my professional bodies templates. And then I was using a software that had one, but they very much said, you know, this is just a very initial one. You need to get it checked out. And I was thinking, do I need a solicitor? And it's one of those things that really stressed me out massively. And so when I discovered Go Proposal and then they had this um, section of letter of engagement, I was like, oh, that's great. But it still wasn't like belt and braces until the the start of Oversuite and the story there. So Danielle, do you want to tell us a little bit about what Oversuite does and who you help? Yeah, sure. Hi, everyone. I've never been on a podcast before, so I was just trying to figure out how it works whilst whilst Joe's speaking. Um, absolutely. So um, as part of uh, as part of our, our natural day-to-day work in Go Proposal, um, what we learned was so many people were having issues with engagement letters. So what we saw 
were firms being given massive templates from their governing body or from other providers and trying to add these into the Go proposal system so they could automate the process. And what we found through doing this, because we actually did it ourselves, we used to offer a service where we put them into the system for people, is there are just so many things that as an, a bookkeeper or an accountant needs to go through to make sure that that engagement letter is correct. And they often, when they're going through it, I remember sitting with them on calls, helping them to do this. They would be saying, well, I don't know what that means. Yeah, just put that. Yeah, just put that. Yeah, just put that. And so we saw this massive problem with these massive templates coming out, but people not really fully understanding you know, what exactly did this, this terminology meant? Another thing that happened was the ACCA partnered with Practice Ignition. Um, and so what this meant for our members at the time is anybody with the ACCA would have to move from Go Proposal to Practice Ignition to use the up-to-date new engagement letters. And obviously we didn't want that for our members. We didn't want to restrict them in that way. So we had a, had a conversation and we developed a system that would cover any type of engagement letter, no matter what your governing body, no matter what your policies and processes, and would be compliant for, for all of those different use cases. Wow. So that's how Oversweep was kind of born and realised you really just like plugged a gap that was a massive issue, a massive problem for so many business owners or practice owners that we didn't really know how to deal with these whole letters of engagement and you know you know when we buy something from Amazon or something yes you maybe tick terms and conditions but you're not signing like contracts and it is like that so let's start from the beginning because I know that in our um, community we have lots of people that are studying at the moment and they might be thinking what are you talking about what is a letter of engagement and why do we need it should we start there yeah, so I think something really interesting to highlight, just for starters, is there's actually no legal obligation to have an engagement letter in place with your client, which a lot of people don't know. But there are certain terms that your client needs to be aware of and certain legislations that you need to be aware of. And the, the best way to communicate that is in an engagement letter, because what that and what an engagement letter is, is it's a contract that describes the nature of the relationship between yourself and your client. So it will have things like your terms and conditions. So, you know, do I offer refunds? Um, when should I take payment? How often should I take payment? Um, what should I do if my client doesn't pay me? What should I do if my client doesn't give me information on time? And all of these things are very real issues that accountants and bookkeepers struggle with every day. And so your engagement letter there is to protect you from things like that in, in times of times of trouble. Um, and, and I think sometimes engagement letters are seen so, so everyone just wants to get an engagement letter in place because they've got to get an engagement letter in place they want to tick the box they don't get paid for it your business owners a lot of the time you're not admin admin staff however what you really should start seeing it as is, is, is a document that really protects you and your clients should anything ever go wrong you, know, you should highlight all of your key dates in there to make sure that if my client doesn't give me what i need by x date then um I'm not liable if I can't file file their information on time. It should contain what you would do if they asked for a refund or help you deal with that situation. Um, so just going back to what it should should be, it should be a document that really protects you, higher level than just a checkbox, something you're just doing for the sake of it. Um, but what it should also have is you know, a, cl a clear scope. So it's really clear what the scope of the work you're doing is so that there's no confusion around that. And it should have a set of service schedules in it. 
So every time you provide a service, whether it be payroll or bookkeeping, there'll be specific terms that you need to communicate to your client. So exactly what you're going to do and exactly what they're going to do to make it very, very clear as to the nature of the work that you're doing. And again, to prevent those issues is used like down the line. So I just see it as a document that, that is there to protect you and your staff, essentially, you and your team. Mm. Yeah, I, I love that. And I mean, so for people that haven't used Go Proposal and Oversuite, the beauty is that when I'm going through a proposal live on a call, I'm ticking the services that they're requesting. But in the background, I've already linked every service to a schedule, which is going to then build this letter of engagement. And so it's so beautifully done and all done. And so by the end of my discovery call, not only do they get a proposal, they get their letter of engagement as well. And I cannot tell you how much time that has saved me over the years because I used to in the past have a call meet somebody take down their details then I'd go away and work on their proposal and they may get it in two weeks they may get it in four and then they we go back and forth about the price and then if they finally said yes then I'd then get to work on the letter of engagement oh my goodness I can't believe how long the whole process took and then that letter of engagement I didn't really know what I was doing didn't know what it really should include and like I say, I had just adapted what I had for my professional body. And then um, I didn't really ever trust it. And actually, when things went south, I never went back to my letter of engagement and said, oh, but it's covered here because it wasn't. So it was kind of a bit of a, a tick box. And like you say, it was a tick box that I wasn't getting paid for. So it was just an admin box that I was ticking, but it didn't serve any purpose. Whereas now there is a purpose. So Talking about those professional bodies templates, you get your qualification, you go for your practicing certificate, you get your professional body, you know, your license to, to do the work. And then you log into their website and it's like, here's a template for a letter of engagement. But it very clearly says, you know, this is just a template. Like you may want to get some legal advice around it, etc. I mean, can we just use that? You can, so you can use that template. There's nothing stopping you from using it, but what you'll find is it won't be tailored to your firm. So it will be like a 75, 80 page document that you need to go through and there'll be loads and loads of bits highlighted in yellow and you will have to make decisions. So you still have to construct that engagement letter. So you have to look at the document and then you have to decide which bits are you gonna take out, which bits are you gonna keep in, in line with how you work, so are you audit registered? Um, what's your indemnity insurance limits? Do you provide financial services? Do you refer for financial services? All of these sorts of things. And a lot of the time, because it's written in, in such jargon, <laughs> it technical, you know, technical jargon, people don't understand what, what they're working through. And, and I think when you're a business owner and you're trying to free your time up to do other things and, and focus on growing the business, it's not something you want to do. And it can be very boring, horrible exercise going through it. Um, and without a legal team or, or somebody to hand is, you know, if you don't know the answer to the question, that's not really, not really your fault. You just guess. Yeah, you just guess. And then, and then, you know, because we don't really understand the risk. So thinking mm. about that, what, what's the number one risk, the number one like mistake that bookkeepers make when it comes to like letters of engagement or lack of letters of engagement? Yeah. So, 
we've worked with um there's a lady called val who we work with on oversuite she's called valerie steward she's got her own consultancy firm and she's been a consultant to bookkeepers and accountants for accountants for over 20 years dealing specifically with compliance dealing with engagement letters day in day out working on the front line helping helping these firms prevent claims and she's also an expert in anti-money laundering and the number one thing that she has had from the visits from from the governing bodies is people just aren't updating their engagement letters to their clients regularly enough. Mm. So we've worked with firms that haven't updated engagement letters in five, six years, firms that don't have them. And the issue there is everything that, that's in it is redundant. So we've had, I mean, I mean, engage, the, 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 the legislation and the landscape is changing all the time. And so ever since Brexit, we've had huge changes to, to terms and conditions, to privacy notices, because obviously data protection, We've had we have changes all the time from the government to the way services need to be delivered. So here I'm talking about thresholds. So for example, if you if you offer payroll, um, you do contractors, CIS, there's a threshold now is is different to what it was for someone to need to be registered as a contractor. All of these things are constantly evolving and changing. And without knowing, you might be engaging somebody on terms that aren't up to the date um, and I don't think the, the governing bodies are updating their engagement letters that frequently so they're actually not in the, they're not up to date for with, with those templates no that's that's so true so true oh, I know I'm, I've been in this industry a very long time and I know that the templates are tend to be quite stagnant and just very very basic and they're really just a starting point to you for you to go and get some legal advice to then go and get that fleshed out but to go and do that with a solicitor I know that Zoe paid thousands to get somebody to help her with her letter of engagement so the fact that you're able to offer this and keep it up to date um somebody's asked here how often should you update your letters of engagement Right. So this is a really interesting one. Instead of it being a case of how often it, it should be um, trigger based, it, it's trigger based. So there are, I think there's four ways you would need to update an engagement letter. So if the services change, so if you provide a new service to a client, obviously they at least need the, the terms of that service or a new engagement letter. If the, 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 the actual terms of that service change, so if the threshold or something within the service changes itself, you change the way you work, you need to update your client so they can't come back and say, well, you didn't do this. Oh, you, well, your engagement letter doesn't say you were going to do this. Um, you should update it if the terms and conditions change and, and, and it's a significant change. So if, if anyone notices, whenever you sign up to something, you'll sometimes get an email like there's been a change to our terms and conditions. That's because you have a... a, a responsibility to update your clients if your terms and conditions change so if your payment terms liability anything like that is really important to communicate and what we tend to do this obviously it can be quite hard to think every time there's an update I've got to issue an engagement letter to all of my clients that's not practical so we take a very risk-averse approach and we recommend that everybody updates their engagement letters to every client once each year that way, and it's really easy to do if, you, if you're systemizing the process, by the way, but that way, any changes to service schedules, any changes to scope, any changes to terms and conditions, your clients are just getting those updates constantly each year. Nobody could come knocking on your door over that. Um, one thing that our Oversuite product does is it updates your engagement letters for you quarterly. 
So every time there's a change to legislation, every time there's a change to the way where you should be working, it's just done for you automatically. And so if you update those engagement letters once each year, you can be absolutely certain that they've got the most up-to-date compliant engagement letter possible. And if there was a reason we needed you to do a, a mass bulk update, we'd let you know. So if there was something really serious and we thought you needed to do that, that we would we would let you know in our communications as well. It's And it's so simple to you. And because, so if we think back to the earlier session that I did with James and we were talking about pricing never being done and the fact that we can't allow for scope creep and the fact that we need to be pricing for the services that we're providing, and the beauty is you go in to deal with the pricing and I've just set mine to, it will always send a proposal or letter of engagement. I, like I said last week when I took on the client, I was like, we are going to be, we, we're going to review all your bookkeeping services every quarter. So if we are doing, I mean, sometimes it's not a quarter, maybe it's six monthly, but it's definitely every year. They are always getting that updated, not only the price is being like readjusted for what we're offering them, but also they're getting that legal letter of engagement um, as well with all of the updates that Oversuite have done. And I love getting those emails saying, you know, your Oversuite quarterly update, you know, is being done. I'm just like, I don't have to think about it. I don't care if I'm honest, don't care about the legal side. It's not, it's not my, not why I started this business, but I do care if I was to get it wrong. And I do want it to be right. And I um, so that bit I care about. But the fact it's taken care of is um, is amazing and has been such a great tool. It's these things that hold us back in business. And one thing I've had to really learn over the years, and uh, we were talking about this earlier, about, you know, becoming a business owner, not a practice owner, not actually running a business is that you can't know everything. And when you become a business owner, you have got to wear so many hats. And it's not just the do the bank reconciliation and get the fat return hat. That is your easiest hat. That's what you're qualified in. It's all the other hats that you have no idea about. Sales and marketing and, you know, um, HR, IT, GDPR. You know, I honestly, this stuff is the bit that's hard. So when you don't know it and when it's really important to get it right, it's best to get somebody that just focuses 100% on this. And this is what we've you know, been speaking about. If you was to set up a, a traditional, I was gonna say proper business, we run proper businesses, but if we was to set up a traditional business, you know, you'd well, you'd expect to invest in a solicitor to uh, get the lease agreement sold on the property. You'd, you'd expect to invest in stock and a till and staff for some reason, when we get qualified and we've spent money on our qualification, got that certificate in, the ha in our hands, we kind of feel like the investment stopped and that we can, and everything becomes a cost, but it's not a cost. This is absolute investment and has saved me, well, hundreds of not thousands of pounds from it. Like it definitely pays for itself. Def and that's without the peace of mind of the fact it's just done. Um, yeah. So sorry Danielle go ahead I just wanted to give some people some insights into what goes on in the background of, of this this product just to give you that um understanding of how much it goes into it so in the background we've got about 80 different word documents um with all your different possible engagement letters all the different services you might deliver all written by Val and updated every single quarter and then we have a, an admin team step in and take these updates and then update them into the back end of oversuite so that they, they just transform live into your 
engagement. So it's actually like working with Val, having Val as your own legal expert in-house. Um, but for everybody, and, and it covers every different governing body. Um, so it, depending on who your governing body is, we give you a different set of terms and conditions that abide by their rules. Um, it covers all of the different um, ways you might work. So audit, no audit, liability, uh, complaints, policies, payment terms. And, and all you need to do really is answer a set of questions, probably takes five or 10 minutes. And it will then just automatically adapt our back-end engagement letter templates for you. So it's that task of downloading a governing body template, going through it, editing it, making it right, done automatically in five to 10 minutes. And that's why it's seen, I think, such a huge success. I mean, when we, we, I think we're almost at a point now where oh, all the people that use GoProposal in the UK are also using Oversuite on top of it. But we're yeah. almost at that point now just because it is now something that most people who buy GoProposal just buy that as well. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and the and the beauty is as well. So I think the thing that so actually the initial setup of Oversuite's really quick. Um, and what I want to understand a little bit more is how it stands alone, because I know at the moment that in my back end of Go Proposal, I've got all of my services. So the bookkeeping services, that bank reconciliation tasks, VAT returns, and I link all of those services to an Oversuite schedule of services so and that was the I think the thing that took me maybe a bit longer than like the initial setup of Oversuite I could get a letter of engagement really quickly but to, and and it would have had a standard set of services in there scheduled for services but to make it really bespoke that took me a little bit longer um but not long I mean it's literally just finding the right schedule and it, which it gives you suggestions anyway it was kind of like simplistic um but compared to the headache of everything else before or engaging a, a solicitor um, and the fact that it's always up to date and the fact you get to choose. So you I, I'm trying to think of the things you entered, like you choose your professional body and then you talk like you have to find out who your insurance company is. Oh, and the other thing that you guys did for me is because because um, I've been using this for a long time now. There was obviously I outsource. Well, not obviously, but just so that you know, I outsourced the compliance element to a subcontractor. And I really wanted to have his name in there um, because that's I, I'm not doing that bit. So you created a whole like letter of engagement for me that said bookkeeping and outsourced compliance. And then what happens is I then I t it, that's always chosen for me because that's always what we're doing unless we're only offering bookkeeping services. But if if we're doing tax returns or um year-end accounts he has to be his he has to be there then I just write his name every time and his name is populated in there so I'm covered for him and his services as well he's got his own practice um certificate he's with the ACCA he's got his own you know if he was to engage someone else but it just gave me that confidence um that confidence in the fact that I'm this is how my practice is working and I know it's different to lots of people so um I, I love the fact that it's you've listened to I'm like this is how I'm running my practice are we really covering that and you're like okay let's go away and you've created this whole little box for me to fill in which I know will be really useful for lots of bookkeepers here because you'll you'll be doing the same so I mean what are the risks of not getting this right and how has the landscape in you know in this area changed recently yeah um the risk of obviously not getting it right, it starts with a governing body visit that goes wrong, <laughs> which can lead to a fine. Um, but obviously, depending on the, the level of risk, so it could be a massive claim. 
So it could be a fine from your governing body, it could be a warning from your governing body, it could be a claims with a claims made against you and you've not protected yourself effectively within your liability sections, then it could also be a massive risk there. Um, and obviously in the, in the worst case, if it's criminal, if there's any criminal activity involved, you, you can look at jail time. Now that's specifically um, important when we think about things like anti-money laundering. So what we've noticed in the in the space is the number of, of, of practice assurance visits, governing body visits to their their um what do you call them? <laughs> their, their, their the members. Yeah. The governing body visits to their members have, have, have rised massively since 2017. So since Opbas took over um, specifically for anti-money laundering. Um, and whilst we are on anti-money laundering, I think it's about one out of four desk-based visits actually failed, um, have failed so far. So there's this massive rise in visits. There's this need to get your practice compliant right. And that covers everything from engagement that is to anti-money laundering. Um, just to prevent yourself from being faced with a big fine essentially and it's not to scare you this it's just to show you that often we don't really care until something goes wrong and often we can think well I'm not going to get hit I'm too small and um, one of the, the most interesting findings that's come, come for us recently is the number of fines for anti-money laundering specifically doubled between 2021 and 2022 and if you look at the segment of people that were hit the hardest it's actually you think it's going to be the banks and you think it's going to be um the people the people making loads of money it's not it's actually smaller businesses getting hit really hard by this because they don't have the right process in place because they've either thought oh it doesn't matter i'm too small or they've tried and because obviously you're not legal experts, you don't want to get that resource on board, it's too expensive. Um, you, you're left with, with not, you know, you're left in that situation. Yeah, and I suppose the banks and things have legal teams and all of these big companies, they know how to, yeah, they yeah. get out of it, they know how to get it right. Yeah. Lorraine's asked a question here, a bit confused, do you still need go proposal when you have oversuite? Is it not doubling up? So, yeah, so Lorraine, so I just want to explain to you. So we've always had Go Proposal, and as part of Go Proposal, you could add Oversuite on, which is the engagement letter product designed by our Go um, experts. However, Oversuite itself has just launched to market as its own product. And this is for those people that don't need the Go Proposal element. So whilst Go Proposal helps you with pricing consistently, sending proposals out, pricing profitably it also adds the engagement letter bit on now what we found is engagement letters are pretty urgent for people and for some practices especially those that are more established going in and changing your pricing tomorrow um, and, and changing the way your price can be can be quite a hefty thing to imagine in front of you and so what what we've done is we've launched it as a standalone product so you can at least get the compliance bit right straight away so the compliance bit is is takes five minutes to set up and you'll be issuing engagement letters to people straight away there's no pricing to think about and there's no um scope to worry about you just start issuing the engagement at least you're protected in that front and then when firms are ready to make that leap to the pricing piece which involves a little bit more of a, a little bit more thought a little bit more training but it's, it's so worth doing then they can they can switch over so it's just about what suits you the most right now based on where you are and um, it also depends on the type of clients you have and the services you deliver as well yeah I mean you could be you know you could be a larger firm of accountants that you know feels that they're pricing fine and they've got some kind of methodology that they're using for that but they may have 200 clients and they're like, oh my goodness, our letter of engagement are rubbish and we need to get them out now to everybody. So they could just bring on Oversuite and just do it on their own. 
or yeah or you know there are other other people that you know create a way of doing their own pricing and that's fine I mean I you know if anyone heard me this morning you know what big fan I am of go proposal and I you love it Lorraine says thank you that makes sense that's great um but it's great to have, you know, the two together do go hand in hand. But if you needed oversuite now, you're like, oh, you know, I've already got a, I've already got a client base and I want to get my letter of engagement sorted. I'm not taking, maybe you already fill up. You don't want to take on any more clients. You don't want to re whatever. You could have oversuite as its own product to sort out this legal aspect of that. And, um, and there are some other things that um, oversuite does, which really helps when you're onboarding and offboarding clients. Do you want to talk through those? Yeah, and I just love what Sarah's just said there about how um, she always thought you had to have both products. So she'll look into Oversuite now as that's all she requires. And that's it. Like, we don't want to put a thousand barriers in front of you when you're just starting your practice up. Get started with the compliance. Be right there. And when you're ready to, to, to make those pricing changes, then, then you can do. But let's not overwhelm the market and overwhelm people. Um, and you're going to ask me, what else do we do? Yeah, so this is what I always forget about mentioning, but it's, it's a really valuable feature. So within Oversuite, we also have um, disengagement letters. So if you need to disengage your client because they've not done one of the things that they should have done in their engagement letter, they've not given you information on time, you can download and automate disengagement letters. Another thing that we have is commission notification letters and introductory letters. So if you ever make referrals to third parties for the provision of investment services to your clients, then you are obliged to notify your clients of any commissions you make and that you might refer to third parties sometimes. So we have letters that allow you to notify clients of those commissions and again, all designed by our experts. And we also have introductory letters. So if you want to make a formal introduction to a third party, you can download an introductory letter. We've got professional clearance letters as well. So if you need to send out a professional clearance letter, you're bringing somebody on board for the first time, you download that, you send that out to the previous accountant, you get that professional clearance. Um, and we're building that suite of documents as well. So, so we're, you know, in the long run, we're aiming to have everything that you could need. Um, but I always think it's worth mentioning that we don't just deal with the engagement letter, we also deal with the end and start of that journey and, and you know, one day aim to automate all of that for you as well. Absolutely, absolutely. That's so interesting, and um, I absolutely I, I love both the disengagement and um, and the clearance letter because it just gives me that confidence that I've ticked all the boxes and I need to need to get that right. And it looks really professional yeah. and it's really simple and easy to do. Um, and actually, I had an instance, didn't I, Danielle, where I had to disengage a client. Um, they, well, we've just come to the end, basically, of the relationship. They weren't making any money in the business. Uh, they'd invested a lot of money and they weren't making any money. And they decided that they were going to stop mid-year and they didn't need our services anymore. Um, so I sent them a, a, a disengagement letter. And, um, and what I love about that is that you can put the date in. And this is like, it's very clear. This is when our services are stopping. This is when you've paid up to. This is when you're stopping. And they'd want, I think they stopped middle of the month and really they should give us 30 days notice. So I went back to them and said, to be honest, there wasn't much work to do. They weren't making any money. So I was happy to, as I was able to, as per our letter of engagement, you should be given us 30 days notice. As you'll note by the disengagement letter, I, I, I'm happy to finish at the end of this month. That's what you've paid for. Anyway, the, the uh, client came back to me and said, oh, but you've done seven months, I think, of, um, we've been paying, because we charge monthly, we've been paying for the last seven months for annual accounts and corporation tax. 
and you've not had to complete that. So can I have seven months worth of refund? And I was like, I don't know. Do you, are you worth, can you have that? Um, I don't really want to pay that because we've done work behind the scenes and we've been liaising with the accountant and I know he's been, he will be building up fees. It's not like he just waits until the end of the year and does work. He's been doing work and we've had conversations and asked him. So his fees will be building up. So there will be a cost for us. But I didn't know where, whether I had a leg to stand on. So I came back to Danielle and I asked Danielle and we had a chat and then we pointed out in my letter of engagement where it clearly stated that these are monthly rolling fees and there basically is no refund. You're paying month by month and that's it. So I just screenshot and said, I'll just take you back to your letter of engagement that you signed on this date. It's clearly stated here. And she went, okay, thank you. And that would have been about 700 quid in that one that one email. It saved me about 700 pounds. Um, and I was like, oh, thank goodness. Because I didn't want to give that back. Um, and I knew that there was going to be costs that I had to pay for the, to the accountant, even though it had finished mid-year. So it was those kind of moments um, and just having somebody else. When we work on our own, it really feels lonely. And to be able to pick up the phone to Daniel and Oversuite and just ask, you know, where do I stand with this? Can someone help me out? And you're able to point me in the right direction and go back to them and say this. Yeah. It was just like, oh, so helpful. And I feel like that, I love that, Joe. And I feel like that trust element is something we don't touch on as much as we possibly could because when we speak to, so GoPro is actually designing an anti-money laundering product now at the moment. And we've been speaking to a lot of users, interviewing them, and we've been asking them because they all want to use us for anti-money. And we're like, why, why, why would you, why do you want to use us over other viable alternatives? And the thing that keeps cropping up on a recurring basis is they trust our company to do the right thing. So they trust Go Proposal, they trust Oversuite, they trust what we deliver. And I just think that's so important because everybody behind the scenes in the company is is working really hard. So if something if something crops up and somebody posts something like Joe did in that community, my clients ask for a refund, I don't know what to do. We want to help. So we will jump in and help and you get you get that extra level of support, I think, with GoPros and Oversuite that you wouldn't elsewhere. And, and we have, you know, connections to legal experts and we ask the question, even if it's it's not technically in the scope of what we do for you. And, you know, we yeah. always go above and beyond to, to, to help out in these situations. And again, we're not perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. And if we do make mistakes, then we, we make them better and we improve. So our letters are actually constantly evolving and improving from the feedback we're getting and the questions that we're getting from, from you guys as well absolutely absolutely so i mean if people want to know more firstly um there's a link here if you'd like to see a demo this is a pre-recorded demo of oversuite will take you through the actual product itself so you can actually get a feel for it have a look um if one of um somebody could post that in the comments so that people can click on it so oversuite.com forward slash access um hyphen demo hyphen center if you um, go on to that, how long is that demo for? Um, how long does that last? I actually don't know. I think it's about okay. 10 minutes. <laughs> I can check yeah. now. I think it is about 10 minutes. Yeah, so not not long. And go and have a look and see if um, it's something that, you know, could work for you in your practice and give you that peace of mind. Um, I mean, especially if you're, yeah, it's one of those things. If I'm just like, you don't know what you don't know. So when I was filling in my templated professional body, I'm like, I don't know, is this right? I've got no idea. Um, so um, that's uh, that's that. But 
Today, I, like I said earlier, like we had a special offer for Go Proposal, which was 30 days free and then two months at half price. Um, you can watch the session earlier if you're interested in that offer. That's there. Um, Danielle is very pleased to share that Oversuite has a special offer. I'm going to share the link and I know Gemma's going to pop in the comments this. Um, but do you want to explain what this offer is? Yeah. So if you sign up before the end of February, just to remind myself, um, it's a seven day free trial and um, you can get 50% off for the first two months. So uh, depending on what, so, so the plans work, depending on how many engagement letters you need to send. So I think they start at something like 25 to 30 pounds a month and then they go up to about 70 pounds a month, depending on what you want to offer and you get 50% off whatever that is. Um, another thing we never touched on as well, it, it gives you a, a system to manage all of your your clients in one place so not just your new clients when you've just brought them on board and they need an engagement letter sign but actually your continual engagements so it's managing all of that in a singular place within a client hub as well and um, which i always think is important to, to touch on i um, mean it does integrate with accountancy manager and it integrates with um i can't remember Center. now Center. That's the one. <laughs> thank you and garvin um, yeah 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 and as well, just like to talk you through that, like, you know, my app stack, you know, I I um, use Calendly to book in a meeting on Zoom. And then on Zoom, I will open up Go Proposal. I'll go through that at the end of that call. The letter of engagement and the proposal is sent. And when they sign up, um, the, the letter of engagement um, is saved into centre. And... Um, I think it's saved. Or does my VA do that? I don't know if she does that. But then the but the invoices for the for the correct proposal and everything goes through to zero, and they're set up as recurring invoices. And the contacts all talk to each other. So from the Go Proposal Oversuite Contacts Hub, um, it then goes into Center into zero. So it's just like streamlines um, and goes all the way through, which is what I want. It's exactly what I want. And, um, you know, as many where I don't get involved. Oh, Gemma, I saved the proposal. OK, <laughs> I was like, I don't even know. We don't even know who does what anymore. Um, but all the contact information and all of that is there. And, the you know, and that invoice is set up as well as per what the proposal is. So it's just it's um, it's really easy. And like you say, we don't talk enough about that ease of having all of your contacts, all of your um clients there and uh, as well you know on go proposal i can see how many i was like saying today i've done over 250 i think like proposals i've sent out so how many times i've sat on a discovery call there's a lot and that's why the more you do it the more you know you get it's easier to do it's not ever easy but it's easier than uh, than the first time you do it um so yeah so um thank you so much today danielle for um telling us all about oversuite and thank the engagement you. letters and reducing our risk and all of this it's it's amazing um very very helpful i would not be without oversuite um it's definitely that peace of mind i think we all maybe don't know if we need it or not but it's it's so helpful definitely when you need it you're like so glad you've got it it's like that insurance policy isn't it that yeah you don't yeah you don't uh, and especially where it's being updated all the time as well because i know the landscape the world is changing all the time so it's really good to know that you've got that legal team in the background doing all this work so thank you so much for coming today how do people connect with you danielle me myself i've not thought about yeah. that. <laughs> linkedin so i can give you my linkedin you can connect with me on there um i'll pop it in the 
I don't know how I get that into the chat actually. No, don't worry. So you're Danielle Fisher on LinkedIn. Yeah, on LinkedIn. you can put go in there. Um, and then in terms of today, yeah, thank you. It's been a while since I've, I've got to catch up with some some of you lovely um, people on here. So it's been nice. And I will drop it in, in the community as well, just in case you, you missed out on the offer or the demo. Um, I'll put the links in there so you'll have access to those as well. But yeah, thank you. If you've got any questions about engagement letters, AML, client risk, just come to us. We'll be able to help here and help steer you in the right direction. So thank you very much. And Danielle much. is... You're in the Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, aren't you, Danielle? So you can always tag Danielle, <laughs> tag Danielle, tag James in any questions you have about Go Proposal and Oversuite. They are both there and they're more than happy to answer your questions. Thank you all for coming today. We cannot wait to see you for our final session. Oh, final session of Bootcamp is at 6.30 this evening. I'm really hopeful that Zoe is going to be able to make it. Otherwise, it'll be me again. And who knows what's going to happen after last night. But um, I, I will see you at 6.30 this evening. Have a great day. Take care. Bye. Don't forget to join us every week for the Bookkeepers podcast. For topical bookkeeping chat, why not join our free Facebook community, Six Figure Bookkeepers Club, or visit us at sixfigurebookkeeper.com.